0: wanna help kids get their homework done? Well, an yeah, internet is a good start, but kids also need computers. And sometimes, the hardest thing about homework is finding a place to do it. So why not hook community centers up with Wi-Fi for kids like us and all the amazing things we're gonna learn. Over the next 10 years, Comcast is committing $1 billion to reach 50 million low-income Americans with the tools and resources they need to be ready for anything. I hope you're ready, because we are. Want your boss to put some real action behind the rhetoric when they talk about making your workplace more inclusive? Find out how to hold their feet to the fire to demand diversity on the Diversity Dude podcast. Hello, family. Welcome to the latest episode of the Diversity Dude podcast. Thank you for taking the time to watch or listen to our program. I'm your host, Tom Barnett with the Seminole Group. And today today's session, we're gonna take a deeper dive into microaggressions. Uh, based on a lot of feedback and uh, commentary from uh, the last uh, podcast, I uh, figured we would not only try to to again have a deeper dive, but I think more importantly, in part of this conversation that I had with my cousin in Dallas, Dwayne, he's giving me nine golf strokes the next time that we play golf. if I talk if I talk about microaggressions. So not only are we edifying the Diversity Dude universe, but I'm also gaining in my golf game. So thank you, Cousin Duane in Dallas. And I think that not only is it appropriate that we continue this conversation, I think it is very timely. So before we actually do that, we always like to go over recognitions. And so this, uh, the past couple of weeks, we've, we've lost some giants. The first one is Sidney Portier first black man to win an Academy award for best actor in 1964 for his role in lilies of the field, my personal favorite and what I should say one of my personal favorites that's on my DVR was Virgil Tibbs, the role that he played in heat of the night. And actually probably three weeks ago, I watched Buck and the preacher, but one of the greatest comedies of all time in which he not only starred, but directed is let's do it again. So when you think about his movie catalog, I would invite you all that on one weekend do a binge watching of some of the great work that Sidney Poitier has done. And I've left out to Sir with love and really, you know, one of the greatest movies of all time, too, which is Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. But outside of this, what this stalwart of a man was from a, the movie industry standpoint, He was also a human rights trailblazer at the heights of the civil rights movement. And actually, in 09, he was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom from President Obama. So Sidney Poitier, his legacy definitely will be eternal. The second giant that we lost uh, uh, over the past week or so was Sam Jones. He's one of my dad's favorite basketball players, a 10-time NBA champion with the Boston Celtics. He won eight of those consecutive. And I think that outside of his teammate, Bill Russell, Sam Jones has won the most NBA championships. So Sam Jones, a giant in the NBA world, we lost. And then lastly, Betty White. Uh, Betty White, just because she was Betty White. I was also told the story that when we when we look and talk about uh, human rights during the civil rights era, that during one of her shows, betty white had a black dancer and was told not to have him on as a guest but betty white being betty white was like no he's going to be on my show he he was on her show but her show was later canceled but betty white again one of those giants and you know i I loved her in mary tyler moore i loved her in boston legal and i think the last time i probably saw her was on saturday night live so these three folks were all giants in their own rights and all have done you know, great things and have a legacy. And so they all have a life that was well lived. So wanted to make sure we took the time to recognize them. But without further ado, let's get into the microaggressions. So let's 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 get after it. So microaggressions and just to um, to to recap from last week, microaggressions or small or subtle behaviors that judge, accuse, demean, marginalize, or show prejudice towards someone. So set another way that's discounting or singling out or belittling someone based on a part of their identity, such as their age, their race, or their gender. This can be deliberate or it's unintentional. So again, microaggressions are small behaviors, but they're considered aggressive due to the frequency. The way I like to look at it is it's death by a thousand cuts. Uh, Early in my career, I saw this. I didn't know that it had a name attached to it, which is microaggressions, as an example of the mispronunciation of someone's name. Growing up in in Texas, I was very familiar with the Vietnamese name of Nguyen. And Nguyen is usually spelled N-G-U-Y-E-N. And uh, I was on a project, and this particular manager, every week in taking the roster call for the project participants, would continually say Nugent. Every week, I would correct him to say, I think that's when, and it was when. But when didn't, um, didn't want to make any waves. But this was one of the first times in my career that I really escalated something because I saw the impact that it was having on when because it was demeaning and this particular person was actually being a bully. And so not only did they mispronounce the name, but that had an adverse effect on how he treated him within the body of the project, just in our daily uh, working. And so being able to really escalate that and then having this person be coached on why it was important to not only be respectful of all people, that was one of my early encounters into, again, not knowing that it had a name attached to it, but seeing the impact that it not only had on when, but the rest of the overall team, because this person was just that type that was a bully. So again, that's one we, we want to just make sure that, you know, as you address, you should be able to react appropriately. So a brief everyday exchange that is, you're sending a denigrating message to usually marginalized groups. Again, that's microaggressions. They're driven by implicit biases that we all carry with us. And in some cases, overt racism has been replaced with a more covert or subtle language. Enter microaggressions. The types of microaggressions that are out there, there's three different types. The first one is microassaults. That's just overt racism. You kind of know that when you see it and you hear it. The second one is micro insults. So for example, when you hear the term that's so gay, that's someone's warped perception of what they think gay is. One that I've, I've seen too many times in my almost 30 years in corporate America, and it never ended well each time, was someone, they didn't look like me, going and actually touching a black female's hair. Why they would do that? Because in each instance, they drew back a nub in each instance i had to be the one to coach them as to why you don't touch a black female's hair that's a no-no and so to uh to the folks that don't look like me don't touch a black female's hair why would you do that why would you think that that was cool you don't go around touching anybody else's hair that is taboo and that's a no-no but that is a micro insult another one that i would hear is that you know you're angry. You can, the perception of being a angry black man, whereas someone else is perceived as being passionate about what they do, or they're standing and they're pounding on the table for what they think is right. Those are all examples of what you deal with on a day to day basis. So I go back to the comment and the commentary of death by a thousand cuts, because in aggregate, these are things that you really have to kind of keep yourself prayed up and you work yourself up every day to make sure that you're able to get through the day knowing that you deal with a myriad of these. And then the last one, which is my personal favorite tongue inserted firmly in cheek is micro invalidation. Micro invalidations are dismissive downplaying of a person's lived reality. This one is so rich that when I always hear I'm colorblind, I don't see color or I don't see race. This is when we call bullshit. I'm sorry, Mom, I had to say that. You call bullshit on people saying that they don't see color because the initial time that you hear that you're being very dismissive of just being able to say, I don't even see you. So when you say that I don't see race or I don't see color, you're already being dismissive of that individual by saying that I don't even really see you. Then normally that same person that says that I don't see color because they're usually being coached on something that was done ignorant like touching someone's hair is it the default is, well, I've got black friends and I'm not a racist. Hey, this just in, we don't know what the heck that means. It really doesn't make a lot of sense, but it just becomes a default of you needing an opportunity to be coached as to why you did something that for more times than not it's, it's out of ignorance. And so just know that those are the three types of microaggressions And I think it's really important to just think about when you, when we talk about not only how to address, but how to react is it, I just keep going back to those examples of touching someone's hair, because in each instance I I would ask the question of why did you think that that was cool? Why would you do that? And over the years, I've just come back to the reality that, that, that it's just based on the premise that one race is superior. Now that sounds really mean that sounds, but that's just the reality because I never have seen it anywhere else. And it is such a demeaning act. And it's just one of those things that we have to know and understand what these things are, call them out for what they are and to react appropriately. So then you just ask the questions and say, Hey, you know, Hey, Tom, how do I address or I I react to these microaggressions? Well, I hope you all are taking copious notes because I'm going to give you the silver bullet to this. So if you're ready. More times than not, I would ignore it. That's one of two ways. Ignore it. Why do you say that, Tom? This is an issue that's out there. Why would you ignore it? Because it's hard as hell more times than not to just do your day to day. You're running your organization you're dealing with service level agreements, you're dealing with the FTE that you have, you're dealing with customers and clients. It is not your job every day to become the Smithsonian or the resident expert on all that is black. Now you got February coming up and we all know that that's gonna be something that more times than not, you're gonna be involved in, okay, tell us about MLK, tell us about something that is black that is very tiresome that is very wearisome and, 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 and i mentioned that from the standpoint of know when and where to die on that hill because that's something that you just got to be worked up and prayed up for now obviously if you don't ignore it or dismiss it you've got to engage in dialogue so once you've decided to okay this is the day that they got the right one and in doing that it's simply asking a question. I think i mentioned last week is that I've heard too many times, whether it be at myself or for someone else of color, after doing a presentation or having done something, how articulate the individual or you are. So on those days where they got the right one, you simply just ask the question, help me understand what that means, because that's not necessarily a compliment. I went to school just like you did. I'm in this position just like you are. What do you think is expected of me as I lead an organization or as I do a presentation or I'm doing whatever my role is on the team? That's what's expected of me. That's what I do. And a lot of times you're going to get a blank face, a blank response because no one's called them out on something that again is so ignorant that they haven't been coached up and know that that is not a compliment. So, as I mentioned, being able to address either ignoring or dismissing or engaging in dialogue are the right responses to really deal with microaggressions because, you know, we deal with them all the time. And they are so cumbersome, they are so tiresome. But hopefully, I've given you enough ammunition that as you see it coming, you can either say, hey, not today, I won't fight or i'm going to engage in the dialogue and hopefully coach someone up so that is microaggressions in the nutshell hopefully i've given you enough to uh, to go on but if you've got any questions or comments please feel free to continue to uh, hit me up with questions at tom.barnett at seminalgroup.com and take care stay safe stay vaxxed up and respect to ot toms you are missed thanks Tune in each week on how to demand and implement diversity and inclusion at your job. To hear more, check out his previous shows on ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. hy Meal Mealtime To Go is mealtime made easy. Just order delicious meals online for convenient curbside pickup or have it delivered. Want breakfast? hy Meal Mealtime To Go. Need lunch? hy Meal Mealtime To Go. Doing dinner? hy V Mealtime To Go. Get pancakes, burgers, fried chicken, lasagna, high chai Asian dishes, sushi, pizza, and more. If you're craving it, Hive Mealtime to Go has it with curbside pickup or delivery. Order today at Hive.com Mealtime.